Welcome to This Week in Astrology. This is episode number 465 for the first half of March 2018. This Week in Astrology is the free podcast that deepens your astrological wisdom. We always start with a forecast and regularly include other special features. Make This Week in Astrology a regular part of your astrological education. Thanks so much for listening. I'm your host, Benjamin Bernstein, broadcasting from the virtual location of thisweekinastrology.com and the physical location of Asheville, North Carolina. To get to a specific part of the show, including the forecast for a particular date, check out the index at the very end of this MP3. You can also see this index in writing at thisweekinastrology.blogspot.com. This week, we're going to do the forecast for the uh, first half of March. Um, we're also going to have a brief announcement section and the announcement of our monthly free session winner. The only way to find out if you won is to listen, and you'll know if you ever sent me your chart data by email. And then finally, we're going to have a listener chart. We've got a really potent triple conjunction uh, this month with Venus, Mercury, and Chiron. And we're going to look at the chart of Laurel, who is having all this land on her natal Venus. And it's amazing what a broad range of meanings that natal Venus has. You'll hear it all when you get to that part of the show. But as for now, let's dive in and get into the forecast. A rare triple conjunction of Mercury, Venus, and Chiron supports relationship healing in the first half of March. We also have Jupiter turning retrograde, a service-oriented Virgo full moon, and more. As we come into the beginning of March, we've got a waxing moon. There's a Thor's hammer continuing through the third with Mercury, Venus, Mars, Ceres, and Vesta. And a Yod with Juno, Ceres, and Saturn continues through March 16th. Let's now move on to our individual days of the forecast. On Thursday, March 1st, a full moon lights up the sky at 7.51 p.m. Eastern Time. That's at 11 degrees, 23 minutes Virgo. Any Virgo full moon supports release or adjustment in your service, health, and detail work. What life-affirming changes in these areas would make your life more wonderful? This full moon's strongest aspect is a tight opposition to Neptune. This strong relationship to the planet that dissolves boundaries can help you become more empathic. As you feel others' emotions more vividly, you can feel more compassion for what they're going through. This Neptune opposition also energizes spiritual practices and inspired creativity. The moon's tightest non-solar aspect is a sesquare to Uranus. What can you do to live a more authentic life and act on your flashes of inner guidance more consistently? How can you serve others so that you're joyfully using your greatest gifts? A Saturn trine can help you stay on track with these adjustments and efficiently plan their implementation. Finally, a trine from Pallas Athena can help you be strategic and gently assertive. This full moon Sabian symbol is a bride with her veil snatched away. This represents the forcible loss of innocence. The shock of this is echoed by the Uranus moon sesquare. This aspect also represents the radical paradigm shift of opening to a different reality. But the overall effect of the snatched veil is best represented by the spiritual aspect of the Neptune-Moon opposition. As we awaken to our higher selves, the veil between the physical and etheric dimensions is lifted. I know some who have had this happen dramatically during Shaktipat or some other sudden awakening experience. This is a significant loss of innocence for the ego, 
rather than experiencing itself as the center of the universe, the ego now knows that it's a minuscule part of a vast divine consciousness. However, once this veil is snatched away, the ego is delighted to be rid of it. As a metaphorical bride, it can now wed itself in ecstatic holy union to its own divine nature. Also on Thursday, March 1st, Joy, harmony, and good luck can flow easily with Venus trine Jupiter, Venus 23 Pisces, Jupiter 23 Scorpio. This smooth aspect also supports an expanded relationship with your higher self and enhanced creative inspiration. On Friday, March 2nd, your mental prowess can enjoy a smooth boost with Mercury trine Jupiter, Mercury 23 Pisces, Jupiter 23 Scorpio. You can also enjoy an easier flow of divine guidance. On Sunday, March 4th, a rare triple conjunction lines up in Pisces today. Here are the specific events which all occur within five hours. Mercury conjunct Venus at 1.05 p.m. All times are U.S. Eastern Time. That's around 27 Pisces. Well, let's be precise. 27 degrees, 12 minutes Pisces. Mercury conjunct Chiron at 4.25 p.m. That's 27 degrees, 28 minutes Pisces. And then Venus conjunct Chiron at 5.59 p.m. at 27 degrees, 28 minutes Pisces. At 4.19 p.m., these three planets are within four minutes of each other. That's just one-fifteenth of one degree. This extraordinary tightness augments this triple conjunction's power. Some life-affirming uses of these merged energies include divinely inspired thinking about relationship healing, engaging in a spiritually-based healing process with a partner, engaging in cathartic creativity, intuitively guided mentoring, which is harmonious and or focused on creativity, finally, communicating to others about any of these things. Also, on Sunday, March 4th, about 13 degrees earlier in Pisces, another conjunction takes place today, a Sun-Neptune conjunction at 14 degrees Pisces. This is conjunct Mercury, Venus, and Chiron by sign, but not by orb. Orb means how exact is the connection. You can use this aspect to call in more creative inspiration or dive deeper into the spiritual realms. On Tuesday, March 6th, Mercury and Venus enter Aries today. This supports appropriate assertiveness in your communications and relating. These sign changes can give your writing and creative expression fresh energy. Ease, the Embodied Awakening support experience, offers you free weekly events via phone or web to help you enjoy more harmony, grace, and flow, eliminate suffering, boost your intuition, experience more synchronicity, stop mental chatter and challenging emotions, live each day in a peaceful, awakened state, support the global spiritual awakening, and much more. The online recording library, over 120 MP3s and counting, lets you experience the life-transforming power of ease anytime. You can learn more about how ease can help you uh, by going to astroshaman.com. Go to services on the menu bar. Ease, the embodied awakening support experience, is the third item down. And again, it's free. On Thursday, March 8th, Jupiter turns retrograde today at 23 degrees, 13 minutes Scorpio. It'll backpedal for four months, reversing 10 degrees, before turning direct again on July 10th around 13 degrees Scorpio. This is a good time to reflect on how Jupiter's core meanings are manifesting in your life. Philosophy, religion, and the meaning of life. Optimism, hope, joy, and expansion. Higher education, being the guru, professor, or philosopher. Foreign travel and influences. 
Also be mindful of Jupiter's dark sides, overexpansion, and being convinced of your righteousness and everybody else's wrongsciousness. This is also called street corner preacher syndrome. Jupiter's retrograde can also amplify your reflection on how the core meanings of Scorpio are relevant for you, shared resources, occult practices, wealth and power, other people's money, taxes, insurance, and inheritances. Also, on Thursday, March 8th, a Juno series Saturn Yod that started on February 26 peaks today, again, that's March 8th, and ends on March 16th. As I discussed on my last podcast, abundance, law of attraction, manifestation, and shadow work are among its central themes. Abundance series is supported if you combine your flow of inner guidance, Pisces, with hard work and good planning, Capricornian Saturn. This abundance can be augmented by consciously using the law of attraction. I have a little post on my site. Just search in my search box for law of attraction made simple for a primer on that. This is supported by Pisces visualization and Saturn physical manifestation leading to prosperity series. This finger of God can also help you heal old emotional wounds. In this context, series stands for loss and sorrow. Saturn is both the challenge you experience and the focused discipline you bring to the healing process. Pisces is the divine healing power you can call in to clear your old wounds quickly and effectively. Thousands have found my free healing invocation helpful for this. To find that, go to astroshaman.com. On the sidebar of the homepage, there's a purple banner at the top. It says Heal and Awaken Invocations. Click that. The second post you'll come to on the page it takes you to with the photo of the screaming man will show you how to very quickly call in your divine self to do whatever healing you need for you. You can empower both your abundance and your law of attraction effectiveness by working in a partnership with a serious level of commitment. This could be romantic or platonic. Someone close to you may catalyze the healing you need to do and or support you in your shadow work process. And that last bit was particular to Juno being part of the Yod. On Friday, March 9th, you can enjoy amplified creativity with Venus Quintile Pluto. Venus, 3 Aries, Pluto, 21 Capricorn. This aspect could also give you great ideas for life-affirming relationship transformation and new ways to create income. On Sunday, March 11th, taking quick action on your intuitive flashes is smoothly supported with Mars Trine Uranus. Mars, 26 Sagittarius, Uranus, 26 Aries. Is it time to start a new adventure? Also, on Sunday, March 11th, you can enjoy an overall energy boost with the Sun sextile Pluto. Sun, 21 Pisces, Pluto, 21 Capricorn. With the Sun in Pisces, this aspect also smoothly energizes awakening practices and inspired creativity. On Monday, March 12th, your feminine assertiveness receives smooth, strong support with Pluto trine Pallas Athena. Pluto, 21 Capricorn, Pallas Athena, 21 Taurus. This aspect also comfortably energizes practical creativity and strategic thinking. On Tuesday, March 13th, keep a cool head if any relational or financial challenges arise. These could be catalyzed by a Venus-Saturn square, Venus 8 Aries, Saturn 8 Capricorn. You can also use this aspect to create better structure in these areas. Also, on Tuesday, March 13th, the sun sextiled Pluto two days ago, and today we have a sun-Jupiter trine. Sun, 23 Pisces, Jupiter, 23 Scorpio. 
Some of the effects are similar, an overall energy boost and smooth support for awakening practices and inspired creativity. But this Sun-Jupiter trine will feel more light and sunny. Enjoy. On Wednesday, March 14th, accidents and wounding are more likely under a Mars-Chiron square, Mars 28 Sagittarius, Chiron 28 Pisces. Stay mindful of your surroundings. Fortunately, you can also use this square to strongly energize healing and mentoring. Looking ahead to our next podcast for the second half of March, a lot of powerful things happening. We're going to have the sun entering Aries, which means the spring equinox. I'll be interpreting the spring equinox chart as part of that interpretation. Mercury turns retrograde, two lunations, a new moon in Pisces and a full moon in Libra, and Neptune will conjunct Juno. So I'll be here to give you about all that and more on our next edition of This Week in Astrology. You can hear my forecast on This Week in Astrology, but would you also like to get a free, concise version in writing? How about having it conveniently pop into your inbox? And while we're at it, how about occasional bonus articles on astrology, along with simple, powerful healing and awakening techniques? That's what you get with AstroShaman's free email newsletter. To subscribe, go to astroshaman.com. You'll see the newsletter sign-up form at the top of the sidebar. And if you like calculating your own astrology charts, why not use the world's leading Windows astrology software and get it for the lowest price available? AstroShaman is an authorized dealer for SolarFire Gold, which also runs on Macs running Windows and recent Windows tablets. To learn more or place your order, visit astroshaman.com. From there, click on Products in the menu bar and choose SolarFire Software from the drop-down menu a free forecast newsletter, and the best available price on SolarFire Gold. Two great reasons to visit astroshaman.com right now. Welcome to our brief announcements section. First, many thanks to those who have sent in their charts in the last month. Carrie, Nancy, Rachel, Kayana, Werner, Kat, and Annie. This Monday, March 5th, my twin flame Makisla and I will make a joint appearance on The Transformation Show. Our topic will be Next Level Love, How to Thrive in a Spiritually Conscious Relationship Without Rules. We'll discuss how our relationship container is based on complete freedom with each of us at liberty to act as they wish. We welcome your live questions during the show, which starts at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. If time allows, we'll also do spiritual processes to help you improve your relationships, heal, and awaken spiritually. Details will be up soon at astroshaman.com. I'm recording this on March 1st, so details should be up in a day or two. will also be sent to my newsletter subscribers. If you don't already get my email newsletter, you can sign up on the homepage of astroshaman.com. As always, we have a shamanic awakening meetup every third Tuesday here in Asheville in our home. Information on that's in the practical spirituality section. And of course, at the beginning of every month, we give away a free session. This time, the winner is Michelle. And this is the Michelle born on September 23rd, 1960 in Sheffield, United Kingdom. Michelle, if that's you, uh, come back to me with your birth time to confirm it's you, and we'll get you set up with your free session. Congratulations, Michelle. And that ends our announcements. For our Part 1 listener chart, we have the chart of Laurel. This is the Laurel born March 24, 1965, 9.14 a.m. London, United Kingdom. And I chose Laurel because she had a sensitive natal point right at the point where that triple conjunction of Mercury, Venus, and Chiron is happening on March 4th. Um, she has her natal Venus at 28 degrees, 40 minutes. And that is um, about a degree and a half roughly from 
where these three points are coming together plenty close enough to be strongly affected by them. So as always, sometimes I'll be addressing you to listeners, and I'll go back and forth spontaneously. So before we understand the nature of the transits, we have to understand the natal meaning of, of your Venus, Laurel. Uh, for anyone, Venus has several meanings. It can mean important relationships of any kind, romantic or platonic. It can mean your creative expression, your artistry. It can mean um, your money and financial resources, and even your tastes and uh, just what sort of things you like or love, generally speaking. So you have Venus in the sign of Pisces, Laurel, which means um, you, generally speaking, people with Venus and Pisces tend to be very empathic. Pisces is the dissolver of boundaries, as I discussed in the forecast, and thus Venus and Pisces means a loose boundary between you and those you're close to, which means uh, at the very least being empathic and feeling their energies, um, a sense of connection. Um, when used um, less skillfully, it can be sometimes getting lost in the other person's energy and having difficulty defining your own energy. Now you have other things that compensate for that, such as an Aries, Sun, and Mercury, chart ruler Mercury. So I'm not saying that's the entirety of it, but that's Venus and Pisces interpreted on her own. Um, Venus, as the artist in Pisces, uh, tends to receive a lot of uh, gifts of creative inspiration. So I would imagine you get lots of creative inspiration. Um, it would not be unlikely with a chart like yours, Laurel, for you to have a lot of creative juju. And what that expresses in music, art, theater, writing, whatever creative modality you choose would not be a surprise to me. Uh, I have encountered some people who have not really expressed their creativity out much and those people just tend to be more creative in their lives generally. Instead of having to think things through in the left brain a lot, they tend to be creative in just life choices, generally speaking. In terms of money, a Venus in Pisces can um, be sort of loose with money. It can, money can seem to dissolve and manifest in unexpected ways. Um, so if you find that money management is an issue for you, Laurel, then, then do work on um, using your law of attraction power, Pisces, the sign Venus is in, when used proactively from the ego, is very helpful at uh, law of attraction work. Um, you also, Laurel, have your Saturn in Pisces, which itself is a law of attraction booster. Saturn, I crystallize, I manifest Pisces, I visualize, I imagine. So if money tends to flow in and out in ways that you're not comfortable with, then you know having a more concrete, definitive call-in from your ego could be really helpful. If anyone's interested on astroshaman.com, my site, there's a search box. You can type Law of Attraction Made Simple and, and have my little four-point article on how to do that if you're interested. So those are the meanings, Laurel, of just Venus under herself and Venus in Pisces. Uh, your Venus is in the 11th house, um, which is, among its other meanings, the house of Law of Attraction works. So her, the very placement of the ruler of money, the natural ruler, in the house of visualization and calling in what you want is obviously supportive of law of attraction work. Uh, the 11th house is also the house of your associates, not your close friends, but people you relate with in a more casual way. You don't know them as well or as intimately. And of course, Venus there alone would indicate a desire to have group involvement, but you, Laurel, in the house system I use, Porphyry, have got uh, two other personal planets there, the Sun and Mercury, as well as Chiron and Vesta. So, um, you have more energy in your 11th house than any other house in your chart when you balance the things and give personal planets more juju. 
So it appears to me that social and group support is very important for you, and I would definitely be uh, focusing on that uh, as a matter of course. If you're doing any creative work out in the world, then um, the 11th house is the house of the performer's audience. So if you're expressing your creativity to the world, then uh, that's very beautifully supported by your loaded 11th house. So that's, um, that's the interpretation based just on Venus, Pisces, the sign she's in, and her house placement. However, Laurel Venus also has rulership over two other houses. Um, in my house system, Porphyry, um, Taurus, ruled by Venus, is completely contained in your 12th house. So this means Venus can also, for you, represent uh, spiritual awakening practices and creative inspiration. There's a double down on that theme. Venus in Pisces was the first. Venus ruling the 12th, or co-ruling, I should say, the 12th is the second. So when you have repeated themes in astrology, you tend to take notice. Those tend to be more important. Um, Venus also is the ruler of your sixth house, or co-ruler, because the sixth house has um, another sign contained, but Libra is on the cusp. So Venus has a sixth house ruler. says Venus can also represent your health overall. The sixth is the house of illness and health. Sixth house is also the house of how do you wish to serve other people. It's also the house of your detail work, you know, your systems and organizations and habits and things like that. So, wow, Laurel, isn't it amazing that one little planet, Venus, can cover such a range of astrological meanings? So now we have a sense of the broad sense of what could happen there. So here's Venus being lit up on March 4th by three planets, two very transitory, and Venus herself doing her annual Venus return, Mercury coming around for his annual visit. But by far the most important player is Chiron, because when you look at transiting planets, uh, the slower the planet, the longer it stays, and the more powerful its impact. So really the juice of my discussion in terms of impact on your natal chart, Laurel, is Chiron on Venus. So let's interpret specifically for that. So Chiron is the wounded healer archetype. Um, in fact, your natal Venus has a very loose conjunction to Chiron natally. Your Chiron's around 19. Pisces, Venus is around uh, 29 when you round it, so about 10 degrees apart, roughly. That's pretty loose, but there is a, a minimal amount of, of natal interaction. But with Chiron transiting on Venus, of course, it gets much stronger. So Chiron on Venus, most obvious interpretation as well. There's some kind of wounding or healing going on in relationships. Um, if you have some um, shadow work, some psychological wounds, material, that it's time to be healed, then you will be triggered. Um, and you will have interactions with people that will cause you to feel emotional upset or challenge um, as these things are catalyzed. And, and the person catalyzing it may not have not any intention of doing it, but uh, they're simply being used by your higher self um, to get this stirred up in you. So once you have the catalyst up, there's a challenging emotion or physical sensation in your body. Uh, of course, I'm a big fan of the healing invocation that I offer, which is where you simply say to your higher self, maximum healing that serves highest good, please. You completely go passive and rest in passive breath awareness, simply feel breath. Or if the, the whatever you're feeling, emotion or sensation demands your attention, you just feel it completely um, and just you know, relate to it at the somatic level only without engaging in thought or ignoring thought if it does arise, then that can heal layers of that, uh, of that stuff pretty quickly. So I would imagine that lately, Laurel, you've had quite a bit of such stimulation because Chiron is now uh, making its third conjunction to Venus in the last year. So 
that is one of the factors at play. Um, healing um, by being catalyzed by others is a big theme. Chiron on Venus also is relationship healing. So, um, you know, obviously, usually themes come up within a significant uh, relationship that you have, whether it's romantic or a parent or a good friend or a business relationship. So if any of those are triggering you big time, then just view it as grist for the mill. Say, yay, I have catalyst. I can now call in healing and flush whatever this old wound was that got catalyzed in the first place. Always good to remember, if you're blaming someone else for what you're feeling, I point my finger out at you. Look at your hand. you got three fingers pointing back at you. They're only the catalyst. They cannot make you feel anything. You are responsible for your own emotions, which also means you have the power to heal them. You don't need that other person's involvement to do the healing work. So that is one level of what could be happening here. Let's take Venus and some of her other meanings. It could be money. So, wow, how about healing of your finances? Um, if there's anything awry in your finances, you can now call in divine power and support. I've enjoyed a lot of this in recent months. A strong, steady flow of clients has, has been graced to me. And um, I've been asking the universe for the financial support, for financial support, and it showed up. And it can come in the most unexpected ways. So... Um, if your financial situation, in your opinion, is in need of healing, then call it in and ask the powers that be for ongoing financial support. And using law of attraction for that can be very helpful. Uh, let's say Venus is your artistry. Uh, let's say your artistry is blocked or you're not being as creatively expressive as you wish. Call for the healing of that and the opening of the, of the whatever block has been there to block the outpouring of the creativity. Um, often with Chiron on Venus, you will do cathartic creativity. Your creative modality will be expressing some of this emotional pain that you're feeling, and and it's part of the process of getting it cleared out. Um, of course, with the range of, of meanings we have for Venus here, this could be healing of your group relationships, could be healing of your ability to use law of attraction, healing of your spiritual connection, um, could be uh, healing of the body itself, with Venus as your health ruler could be a healing of your organizational systems to make them more efficient, helpful, and productive. could be a healing of um, service. Perhaps you've been serving in a way that hasn't really benefited you and you felt resentful or grudging and haven't really thoroughly enjoyed the service you've been giving to others. You could say, wow, let me shift gears on that. Let me get as good as I give and serve in ways that delight me and light me up and make the best use of my gifts and talents. That would be another way you could play that. So, wow. What a huge range of opportunity, Laurel, you have with Chiron on your Venus. And, of course, here around March 4th, the triple conjunction, Venus also there, obviously mirroring exactly the same potential themes. We say that a transiting planet carries its natal aspects and meanings with it. So the transiting Venus carries all the meanings of natal Venus as she moves around the, the horoscope. And Mercury there would add a small subtone of, you know, a good time to be learning about all the stuff I just talked about or you know, sharing it with others, if you're so-called. But mainly, when I look at a, a triple like this, it's the slower planet that really carries the main meaning. And Venus and Mercury here, while they do carry some meaning of their own, are primarily acting as just additional catalyst, more energy um, firing up what Chiron's already doing by its longer-term conjunction to Venus. So, Laurel, I hope this has been a helpful interpretation of your chart. If you have any feedback for me, I'd love to hear it. You can pop me an email, info at astroshaman.com. Let me know what you thought. And I really appreciate you sending your chart in and allowing me to use it here for the show. This ends our part one listener chart. 
Living a harmonious life can be difficult, especially these days when things are moving so fast. You'd think that those of us committed to personal and spiritual growth would have it easier, but sometimes it seems as if our lofty aspirations cause us to face even greater challenges. Fortunately, you have a map to guide you, your astrology chart. It can reveal a wealth of information about your soul purpose, your optimal career, and your ideal romantic partner. Spirituality, timing, relocation, your chart, when interpreted by an insightful, experienced astrologer, can provide helpful insights into every area of life. And since the moving planets keep activating different parts of your chart, getting astrology updates at least once a year can help you keep focused on what's important now. But astrology is only the beginning here at Astro Shaman. We also offer shamanic healing, which can reduce or eliminate physical, emotional, and mental issues. Your shamanic healing session will also equip you with simple, powerful techniques you can use on your own to help you take your healing and spiritual awakening to the next level. We also offer other services to help improve your life, including awakening activation, electional astrology, mentoring, and more. All are equally effective in person or by phone or Skype. A digital recording of your session is included, and my guarantee makes it risk-free. If you don't feel that your experience was helpful, it's free. To learn more, visit astroshaman.com. I love my work, and I look forward to helping you. We're wrapping up another edition of This Week in Astrology. If you enjoy the show, please tell a friend or post or tweet about us or donate to support us at thisweekinastrology.com. You can link to my Facebook page where I post my forecasts from thisweekinastrology.com and astroshaman.com. And you can listen to This Week in Astrology on your smartphone or tablet at stitcher.com. If you're an iTunes listener, please do subscribe through iTunes to help us keep our standing as the number one astrology podcast on iTunes. Thank you so much for listening. I wish you infinite blessings as the stars light your way. This Week in Astrology is copyright 2017 by Astro Shaman. All rights reserved, although enthusiastic sharing is encouraged. You can access our free comprehensive audio archive from thisweekinastrology.com. If you'd like me to illustrate the weekly forecast with your chart, please send me your date, time, and city of birth. This also gives you a chance to win a free session with me every month. I welcome your personal questions for my live listener consultation segments. I also welcome your general astrology questions and feedback. Just email info at astroshaman.com. I look forward to making you a part of This Week in Astrology. Here's our index. The overview begins at 1 minute 39 seconds. March 1st, 2 minutes 10 seconds. The 2nd, 433. The 4th, 447. The 6th, 622. The 8th, 718. The 9th, 1009. The 11th, 1027. The 12th, 11 minutes even. The 13th, 1118. The 14th, 1159. Next shows highlights, 1217. Announcements, 1346. And our listener chart, 1514. Thank you so much for listening to This Week in Astrology.